Blog Talk Radio. It's been a long time, I shouldn't have left you Without a strong rhyme to step to Think of how many weeks you'll just left through Time's up, I'm sorry I kept you Thinking of this, you keep repeating your myth The rhymes from the microphone solo with So you stick by the radio and on the dial soon As you hear it, pump up the volume Dance with the speaker till you hear it blow Then plug in a headphone, cause here we go It's a call at a word when it's heard to control Your body to dance So, dot text the tempo like a red alert Reach it to reflex and let it work When this is playing, you can't get stuck with the depth So good say and I'ma still come up with I get to be swift, follow the leader The rhyme will go deaf with the record that was mixed a long time ago It could be done, but only I could do it For those that could dance and clap your hands to it I start to think, and then I sink into the paper Like I was in When I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the line I take When I finish the rhyme, I got soul, soul, soul Like this might tempt me to pose, show my rings in my fat gold chain. Grab the mic like I'm on so train, but I wait, cause I master this. Let the others go first so the brothers don't miss. Eric B breaks the stick. Rock him will begin when you make the mix. I'll experiment like a scientist. You wanna rhyme? You gotta sign my list. Cause I'm a manifest and bless the mic I'll hold you on the next. Then you gotta have soul. Cause if you ain't got it, I'ma make an encore. Take the mic, make the people respond for the R. Cause that's the way it'll have to be. If you wanna get on after me, think about it. Wait, erase your rhyme. Forget it. And don't waste your time. Cause I'll be in the crowd if you ain't controlling it. Drop the mic, you shouldn't be holding it. This is how it should be done. This style is identical to none. Some try to make it sound like this, but you're getting me. So upset that I'm wet cause you're sweating me. I drip steam like a microphone theme. Ego to MC is my theme. I get hyped when I hear drum roll. Rock cameras on the mic. And you know I got soul. Can get stronger. Yes, indeed, baby. You are now tuned in to DJ Shine on the H I Double L Top Radio Show. What that is? Hill Top Mother. Shut your mouth. What? I was only talking about the baddest radio station on the land, you heard me? Oh, well what that is? Hilltop, Hilltop. Hilltop Radio. Hilltop Radio. Hilltop Radio.
welcome everybody to a um excuse me to a special Friday. I call it Black Friday radio show here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Man, it's been a long about a year, almost two years since I did a Friday show. But I had to do this show because of our special guest that we got coming on tonight. So at this time, Mr. No Webin, welcome to the show. What's going on, baby? Queen B, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Miss Peggy, welcome to the show. Hello, family. DJ B. Lethal, welcome to the show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shiva, baby, welcome to the show. I was surprised you weren't here tonight. I thought you'd be, you know, doing, doing other things uh, than being on the show tonight, but you surprised me. I guess that's the reason why I went to the doctor and had a good bill of health today. Yes. So welcome to the show. What's <laughs> up, so Al Davis? Welcome to the show. She must be on mute or something. Yes, sir. What's happening? What's happening? And uh, she she's back again for an, another night with us. I had to... Uh, I had to send the National Guards and the uh, ATF, the FBI, the CIA, Interpol to go get her out of her apartment up there in Seattle, Washington. And Robin Lynn Maven is on the phone with us tonight. Yay. I'm just going to lay back in the cut and I'm going to chill. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Hello. All right. So you guys already know. I know we got some numbers on. I see a, um, I see a uh, Minnesota number, and I see a uh, Louisiana number. If you guys want to be part of the show? Just hit one on your keypad, and that'll get you over into the queue. And I was going to tell you guys this: this guy that we're bringing on tonight is, um, I don't know who this is, but we're gonna. All right, six one two. Welcome to the show. Who are we talking to? Hey, my name is uh. My name is Q, a.k.a. Mr. 31 Flavors of Chicago. I'm an artist, producer, uh, uh, artist management. So uh, he's here um, through the graces of Emily Barr. So. Okay, 31 you Flavors. Be, you, sound okay. like, you sound like you're a damn ice cream man or something. You got ice cream? No, I know. That's, that's, oh, exactly, okay. that's the exact intent, but not Baskin Robbins. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm a stoner right, guy. Well. All right, man. Well, welcome to the show, man. Be patient with us, big yes, brother. We'll keep you on with us, man. Thank you. Thirty-one flavors. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Sheba, are you with us, Sheba? Or she must have us on mute. Yeah, she must have us on mute. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and get our guest on over here. DJ Will, welcome to the show, man. Uh, this is DJ Sean. What's going on, cousin? Man, man, uh, thank you for taking time out of your schedule, man, and, and doing this special interview with us right here on the Hilltop Radio Show on a Friday night, man. So I appreciate you taking time again out your schedule, man. I know you could be doing, be you know, doing other things, but I appreciate you being here. With all this history and stuff behind you, man. And also, man, a shout out to your sister, Tracy, uh, for setting this up for us here tonight on the show, man. Man, that's what's up, man. I actually had to, uh, I pulled out of a comedy event that I do at the Ramada, at the Comedy Zone. But it's all good. I mean, hey, they get me tomorrow and the rest of the week. 
<laughs> you know, it's all good. Hey, man, when, when you can do that for me, man, I, I much obliged to you, man. I know you got a lot to get in with us, man. We're going to start from the beginning, man. I'm going to – what I'm going to do, man, uh, we're going to find out a little bit about you, man. I'm going to turn the, turn the show over to the ladies, man. They're going to get it started. And then we're going to get you fired up. We're going to get them to get you fired up so we can talk about all this history. Uh, you know, back in the day, hip-hop, where you began, where you started, man. And just, uh, you know, going for that. See what we can get in for, you know, an hour. And then, you know, have you come back on, you know, another time, man. And, you know, and get all this history out of you, man. You're like a walking encyclopedia, man, from A to Z. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, man, I. I got some stuff, man. I got some stuff, <laughs> book worthy stuff. But you know, it's always good to share hip hop history, man. One thing I tell people about me is, you know, you, you, the real hip hop. You're looking at, you're looking at them. You're looking at real hip hop, man. I lived, I lived the life, even to this day. I lived the culture. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to the ladies, man, but uh, Queen B always knocking everybody down to get to the mic first. So, uh, Queen B, um, Sheba, baby, Sheba's available. And, uh, Robin, you got to watch out with Queen B because, you know, she got that backpack on, and I don't want you to get hurt. So, uh, <laughs> I was going to move. Move out of the yeah. way. Don't do me, DJ Sean, but it's all good. DJ Will, welcome to the show. This is Queen B. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Just living life, taking care of my family, and, you know, staying on the grind, trying to stay healthy out here on these COVID streets. The COVID shut a cousin down for a little bit, but <laughs> had to get back out, man. Can't be scared, man. I mean, God, dog. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> stop the grind, though, did it? So Yeah, man. You say you, you live in hip hop culture. How long have you actually? How long you been in doing what you're doing? Man, let me tell you. Let me be honest with you. Uh, if you, if, uh, I get a lot of people that think I'm a, I'm still a little bit young in age, but they don't understand. I'm really fifty fifty two years old. Gonna be fifty three next month. And I started wow. this thing. I started this thing. And all being in Georgia, of all places, when I was about 13. Wow. 13. Wow. 13. Yeah, yeah, we moved, we, yeah, we moved from Jacksonville, Florida, to all being in Georgia after my mom got remarried. And uh, we moved to all being in Georgia. And that's what started the hip-hop culture for me. So I, 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 I can try to guesstimate. Okay, put it like this. If I go down, I graduated in 87. I know I was in Albany, Georgia for four years because I did, I did, I did uh, 10th, 11th, 12th at high school, did junior high, nine, did middle school, eight, and then I was in the sixth grade center. So what's that, five years? Mm-hmm. Okay, if I add, so that. That should be 82. I think that should be 82. We moved to Albany, Georgia. 82 started my hip-hop culture. You know? Wow. wow. Yeah. 82 started to hip me in the hip-hop culture. I was just fascinated. First of all, I got to let y'all know. 
my family comes from a church background, Pentecostal holiness, if you don't know about that. Now, we talk <laughs> about strict, strict, strict Bible, seven days mm. or seven nights a week of church service. We are talking, that's what, that's what I come from. You know, in Florida, you know, it was all church. I had a strict grandmom who was strict on with my mom. My mom was strict on me and my sister and my brother, you know, about the music and everything. So, of course, I heard the music, but, you know, we had to sneak to listen to, you know, the music <laughs> on the radio when mama wasn't home. So, yeah, we used to sneak to listen to the radio. And then it just so happens that my mom, she she married this guy, and I man, he had a ton of records, and that's what got me into you know that he had records. We didn't. I used to go through his vinyl and just listen to the music that was back then, and man, it had me hooked. Now we now hit now rap wasn't rap didn't come out just yet. So it was more Barcades and Commodores and Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's old school for some of y'all. That's, yeah, that's definitely for me. That's what he had. <laughs> that's what he had. Amazing, Frank, he had tons. So I was just fascinated with records. And then we moved to Albany, Georgia. So they had to be 82. So, man, on the radio, I heard, wait a minute, wait, wait. no, no, no. No, no, they're back. We were still in Florida. And I heard Christmas rapper from Curtis Blow. That had to be 1980. Had to be 1980. 80, 80, 81. I think it's 80. That's when I heard first heard Christmas rapper from Curtis Blow on the radio. Of course, Mama wasn't there, so that's how I heard it. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah. So, like, oh, my God, what is this? And it was rap. That's the first time I got exposed to rap. So, yeah, I would listen to the radio. Hopefully they play that Christmas rapping. That was rap back then. And then they finally got to playing the Sugar Hill Gang um, Rapper's Delight. And, yeah, I was sold to that form of music. I wanted to rap. I wanted to be a DJ. That's what that's what I was that, that started in Jacksonville, Florida. I wasn't there yet until we moved to Albany, Georgia, yeah, 82. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good? Okay. yeah, 1979 is when uh, Christmas Rapping came out by Curtis Blow. Okay. Yeah, I heard yeah. it in the I heard it in the Okay. So, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, so that's when, that's when I heard it. So I still was, I still was, uh, I was interested in the rap. So when we moved to Albany, Georgia, I was in, I wanted to be a part of the music scene. So I started playing drums. So my dad, rest in peace, he got me um, a drum set. I'm not drum set. He got me a, a, a drum, just a stand-up percussion drum, a snare drum. That's what he got me. So I got into that in my middle school year until I got to high school and I played drums when I I asked I told my dad I wanted to be a DJ. 
he didn't know what I was talking about, but I had to, you know, let him. I had to school him on what a DJ was playing records back and forth, and the, and how I got to know about that. There was this guy in Albany, Georgia. He was from New York. He would he would he would import records from New York and make CDs and stuff for people that wanted that that music. So I used to go to his house every week and pay him to give me some of that music that was from New York. That's how I got to hear about Sugar Hill Gang. I got to hear about the Curtis Blow, uh, uh, the Treacherous Three, Grand, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. I learned that from the dude that was from New York bringing music down to Albany, Georgia. So then and he, showed, he showed me his first uh, set of turntables, which was a technique. I don't think it was a 1200. I think it was a regular belt drive. If you know about it, you know about it. It was a belt drive. That was a, that was a, uh, 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 what was in there? Um, it had yeah, a rubber belt, a, a rubber belt inside, on the inside of it. That's what would turn the turntable. You touch that platter. It will it will slow down and it will gradually pick up speed. That was the belt drive. Mm. So I got to learn how to uh, do music back and forth thanks to him. So then I talked to my dad and said, "Dad, I would like to have a turntable and a mixer." So I had to show him the I had to show him what it was about where. We could possibly get one, but I had to. I had to be good. I wasn't the most positive child in my household. I was hell. <laughs> I would do some stuff. I would get hit. My mom, man, my mom, man, she prayed for me because <laughs> I just was just doing stuff, getting my getting my sister and brother all the trouble for the crazy stuff I was doing. So he he made a, he he made. He he made a little agreement with me. If you be good, we'll think about getting this turntable and this mixer for for Christmas. So I had to go to my man to find out where could I get me a mixer and a turntable. He told me about a place called Radio Shack. Mm. Right now. Uh-huh. I know. I know. I know. That's the old yeah, I'm right. Yes. Realistic. Yes. The realistics. <laughs> See, I'm just gonna go there. It was a realistic mixer. It was not the best mixer. And I, re- I still remember no, how much it was. Bro, I still remember how much that realistic mixer cost because if I told my dad the price, he was like, "Oh, bro, you you got to work for this." It was ninety nine dollars. So some kind of way, man. So some kind of way I um I did good. I convinced my dad to buy me the realistic mixer, but I still didn't have a turntable yet. So I had the mixer, but no turntable. So <laughs> brother had to improvise. So back then, there used to be those cassette decks that had the dual, the dual trays on them. 
Mm-hmm. So I had to improvise and use that. Uh-uh. It did not. It really did nothing. But I tried. I did the best I could until my man <laughs> he sold me one of his turntables for ninety nine dollars. So I had my first turntable. I had the realistic mixer. I didn't have a second turntable, but I worked that one turntable with the cassette deck with the dual tape, with the dual tray. That was my first ones and twos. Turntable, realistic mixer, and the tape deck. I did good. (laughs) I I did good. Um, So... So, so basic. Oh, oh somebody have a question? Uh, yeah, I had a, a I had one. I had one more question. I wasn't expecting to get uh, from from day one. Uh, but that's that's a whole, that's a lot. That's a lot. But I did. I do have one other question though. What was Stop it doing. like? What was it like working with um, B I G P O? P-P-A, no info. No, we, we, oh, 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 we, we start with him tonight. We start with him tonight. We start from the beginning oh. and we're going to work our way up to him. Oh, oh, oh hell no. My no, bad Queen B was feeling this, you know. Oh, man, when I tell you the history will gradually bring me, bring us to the B.I.G. But, man, it Man, before B.I.G., y'all got y'all don't even know about my time with Slick Rick, EPMD, KRS One. All that is history from me learning about the culture and doing what I'm doing from way back in eighty in the eighties. So yeah, but it, but it all starts with me learning how to work that one turntable realistic. Queen Bee just jumping all over the damn 80s. And I nights. know, I get it. She jumped right on in the Cocoa for Cocoa Puffs and shit. I know. It's hey, all good. Hey. I get it. But see, that, that, but, but, but her doing that kind of shows me the different generations of hip-hop that we, that we have. And it's probably mm-hmm. that y'all, you have the different generations of hip-hop on your on your show, so oh, it, yeah. but it all oh. starts from it starts from the beginning. You know, I try to I try to I try to do speed it up as, as quick as I can. But learning how to do the turntable, the realistic mixer, the tape deck, until I I, I finally got me a second turntable. I had to work for it. Took me a good year. I'm about in I'm about in the ninth grade, and then we started hearing. The Run DMCs, the Fat Boys, mm-hmm. LL Cool J, thanks to Crush Crew, the movie mm-hmm. Crush Crew. I'm, I'm really fast forwarding yeah. now. Oh yeah, you know, first, you know, first 84. we heard about, yeah, yeah. First we, it was it was more Run DMC. It was Curtis Blow. Then then it, it, it got to Run DMC. Those were the popular dudes. Curtis Blow, Run DMC. And then uh, that that that's what was popular. Then you had the Beastie Boys. Then you had David DMX, DJ Hurricane, the Chuck Chillouts. Yep. Alert about DJ Red Alert, DJ Mister mm-hmm. Magic. Uh, um, 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 Chuck Chillouts. Chuck Chillouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those cats. DJ Cool Hurt. Yeah, TC mm-hmm. helped me 
learned about the culture of hip-hop. From Albany, Georgia, I learned about the culture of hip-hop thanks to this dude at Grandmaster Flash. That's what, uh, that's what got me into wanting to be a, DJ, a Grandmaster DXT. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the inventor of the... That's Grandmaster DXT. He's the, mm-hmm. He is the creator of the... Grandmaster Flash it was the creator of the break blend going back and forth, going back yep. and forth from, from the break. Break mm-hmm. beats. It, 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 the history of break beats is there will be these off the wall records of, of jazz music, uh, big band music, and somewhere in the record there was a break, like a maybe a continuous four measure to eight measure of just the beat and it would go back and forth so the MCs can rap on it. That mm-hmm. and that that's how the old that's how the old school the old school rappers like Booney G and uh Grandmaster Cass, uh they was rapping over yeah, Grandmaster Flash and Fierce Five, they was the ones rapping over the break beat. So like I said, this this is some this is some history. But to fast forward then we had the Run DMC. They, uh, Curtis Blow was like one of the first to sell a million copies. He was the first, uh, yeah, uh, million record seller. He was on Mercury Records. He did mm-hmm. it. Then, then we got Run DMC. They was popular. Then you had the Houdini. They was popular. Because back in the day, in the 80s, we had the hottest rap show called Fresh Fest. You Fresh saw fast. all this. You saw them. LL Cool J. I mean, excuse me. You saw the Curtis Blows. You saw Houdini. You saw Run DMC. Then you started seeing LL Cool J, the Fat Boys. Those were the cats that was running things on the Fresh Fest. Oh, we even met a young Jermaine Dupree who was a dancer. He was a dancer. A lot of y'all didn't know about that. If you know your history, he had Jerry Curl and everything. He was a dancer. He was, you know, so Dancing Michael Jackson. Yeah. So now they would now Fresh Fest would come to Albany, Georgia. Now I'm getting to it. I'm, I'm learning how to DJ. I'm doing good. I'm DJing uh, parties um, in Albany, Georgia. Still coming from a church background. My mama was a little lenient. She allowed me to DJ parties and stuff, but I was up in Asia a little bit, like in the in the in the tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. So I'm DJing parties and everything. Of course, the Fresh Festers were coming to Albany, Georgia, and being that I was a DJ and um, I I was able to finesse my way, and, and I'm pretty sure DJ Sean know what I'm talking about finesse my way backstage. Oh, yeah. Look. Yeah, <laughs> it was easy to finesse your way backstage. If you dressed yeah. apart, you dressed apart of, of, of the rappers, and the big thing was the Adidas and the Kangol uh, and all this. And, and if, you had a good gift, if you had a good gift of gab, too. <laughs> yes, sir. If you yeah, and you dressed as one of them, I used uh-huh. to wear my, I, I saved the, I, oh, here we go again. I saved up $99.99 and got my first Adidas black and gold entire outfit, including the shoes. 
I oh, spent $99.99 and got my first deal. And I was able to go backstage, finesse my way backstage, and told them I was well, popping the DJ in Jackson in Albany, Georgia. And yeah, I was able to uh, get to know these cats. They told me how, you know, what to do and how they how they did their thing. So I took that with me, and that's how I got to how I, I got to be able to take pictures and get to know all those old school rappers from back then. I know my mom got some pictures. Uh, I know she got some pictures of me with them. I can't never find them. My mom keeps all those pictures from back then. But I got pictures of all the, all the old times. So, now we, we fast forward. We fast forward. I tried to do a little college at Albany, Georgia, but it, it, that wasn't working. I mean, through, through me playing drums and everything. So, I decided to join the Air Force. The Air Force, I did basic training in Lackland Air Force Base. And I did my schooling in Wichita Falls. And some kind of way, God allowed me to be stationed in Dover Air Force Base, Delaware. Oh, yeah. I did basic training at Lackland, and I did my at Shepherd Air Force Base. Okay. And I was probably there at the same time you. I was there in 1980. I was there in 87. I, I, I was 87. I graduated in 87. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I graduated in 87. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your service. Hey, amen to that. Graduated in 87. Um, college <laughs> wasn't working for me. Auburn State College. I was doing too much. I, I had to man up, join the Air Force. I'm in... Dover Air Force Base in 87. Lord, I, like I said, I give God the praise because I was stationed in the New York was up top. Philadelphia was to the side. New, New Jersey, D.C., Virginia, Maryland. I got exposed to everything hip-hop, go-go, um, house, all that. Got set up. Yes, sir. All in 87. So, I was DJing in the Air Force. I met this guy by the name of Spice One. He was from mm-hmm. Virginia. He was a popular DJ back then. This, he was a white dude. He was a white DJ. This, he took me under his wings and, and helped me to, to, to be that swag DJ and he exposed me to this guy. And I, when I mention the name, y'all know who I'm talking about. He's just getting started. He was from D.C. His name was D.J. Cool. Just oh, wow. Wow, okay. D.J. Cool. Yes, sir. So Spice mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. took me up with D.J. Cool, and they will allow me, country boy from Albany, Georgia, they would let me open up the concert for them. I had like a maybe 15 minute set because they they, they, they they took me under their wing. So I would open up 15 minute set for people like uh, it's, it's 87, 87, 88, uh, 89. I would open up for Sick Rick, EPMD, Eric B. and Rakim, 
KRS-One. Oh, man. Uh, Public Enemy. Uh, the list goes on. Dana Dane. Oh, man. Like I said, the list goes on. So that's 87, 89. So I'm doing all that. I'm getting exposed to the culture. I wind up, I wind up um, befriending a guy from Cincinnati. We decided to start a a rap group from the military called Two One Six. He was from Cleveland, so Two One Six is is one of the area codes in Cleveland, Ohio. That was the name of the group, Two One Six. We created a three track single. Uh, I produced the music, and man, the track was so hot. We wind up touring with Big Daddy Kane, Public Enemy, EU, EPMD. We did shows like, matter of fact, if my mom is on and listening, my mom can remember when we did a show in Florida A&M, and I invited her, my, my dad, and my brother to come to Florida A&M. From Albany, Georgia, the campaign got with us backstage. Man. Oh, wow. That was the beginning of me in the in the industry, even though in the military, in the industry, putting in work, doing, you know, putting in dues, you know, my dues, paying my dues to be a part of the culture. Yeah, and I'm doing some fast forward. So, I did my little time in the military. I left the military in 91. I decided to move to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, because I met this chick in um, Delaware. She was from Winston-Salem. Unfortunately, I wound up getting her pregnant. (laughs) No, sir. I wound up getting her pregnant. I moved, went home first to Albany, Georgia. I went, I went back to Jacksonville, Florida, after I left the, mili- after left the military to stay with my aunt. And I still kept in touch with people like Big, da- uh, Big Daddy Kane, uh, uh, DJ Mr. C, who was um, Big Daddy Kane's DJ back in the day. I kept in touch with all of them. I tried to make something happen. And I did. It didn't work out like I wanted to. So I, that's when I moved to Winston Salem to be with my, my baby's mama at the time. So Winston Salem, that was the start of me in the industry doing my thing. So we go do a little fast forward. So while I was in Winston Salem, I uh, even though I was I was I was a DJ, I changed my name to DJ. I was what was I? I think I was DJ Will in the military. I changed my name to DJ Defeat because there's this there's this saying that KRS once says when it's rhyme that says that that no one can defeat me. So that's what mm. I used. That I was DJ Defeat at the time. So I'm trying to make I'm trying to make my rounds being a DJ in North Carolina. I was doing my thing. I wound up linking up with. A dude by the name of DJ Lim- this is Winston Salem. I linked up with some cats by the name of DJ Lemon Lime and DJ Busy B in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Those were my boys. Then I then 
the DJ wasn't going like I really would like her to do, so I decided I wanted to rap too. So I was a DJ, but I was rapping too. So I changed my name to DJ Dollar Bill. And, and that's the acronym for Dollar Bill. It, it means dude only loves ladies and rocking it because it's lovely loose. That's Dollar <laughs> Bill. Dude only loves ladies and rocking it because it's lovely loose. Dollar now, Dollar Bill. Now, now somebody got that name now, though. Hey, they, didn't somebody take that name? Somebody... That, my brother, know, my brother, yeah, I'll give it, say, my brother, brother is using right? it now. <laughs> my yeah. brother is using it now. Yeah. So, 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 so we, so, so we in, we in with Salem. I'm, I'm DJ Dollar Bill. I'm DJing as DJ Dollar Bill, but I'm also rapping as DJ Dollar Bill. It looked like the rapping was what was working for me at the time. So oh, wow. I'm rapping. I'm opening up. I'm doing shows. I'm still DJing here and there too, but it was my rapping that was opening up these doors for me to open up for everybody that was coming. Yeah, that was coming through Winston Salem Greensboro at the time. Now oh, I still wow. was DJing. I still was DJing because I was still DJing with DJ Lemonline. And DJ Busy B, we even me 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 Busy B, we had a little group ourselves with a friend of mine named Kevin Hayes, um, and we was doing uh, we was opening up for a lot of people, the Lost Boys. That's mm. when the big, big that's when Biggie and uh, Wu Tang Clan they was they was hot. They was they was coming out Wu Tang Clan. Big, Notorious B.I.G., Craig Mack, Puffy, just left um, Uptown Up, to Uptown, start his yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he just left Uptown to start his thing. So we had a huge hip-hop scene in Winston-Salem, Greensboro, Greensboro High Point. Now, let, let, now let's get to my girl, the interesting thing about the B.I.G. situation. B.I.G. used to go, go to Greensboro. Let's, it's for me not to give away the real deal. If he needed some greenery, he got it. <laughs> you feel right. what I'm saying? Right. That's how, I got, that's how I got to know them really well. We had the best greenery. And, yeah, you, you, you're not going to travel with greenery on you. So you get to know the people in different cities that had it. My, me and my crew, or my crew, and them, they had it. So yeah, got to know them. So then we throwing shows to get the money spent and things like that. Of course, I'm I'm a rapper. I'm DJing. I get to DJ a little bit with with Big. Now, I understand, Clark Kent was Biggie's DJ. But, hey, I'm opening up. I get to play a little something, put it on, let him do what he do. He freestyled on some of the stuff I did, I played. That was just who he was. I got to know him. I got to know the real little Kim, Junior Mafia, all those cats. They would come to Greensboro, North Carolina. I would open up. Uh, do the thing. 
Matter of fact, I remember the time when Digital Underground came through on a tour with Big Daddy Kane. Guess who I got to know during that time because he was a dancer for Digital Underground. My man, Tupac Shakur. He hadn't, he had not, he he didn't have a single yet, but Shock G would let him do a little freestyle session to showcase his skills. Now, check this out. They was on tour with Big Daddy Kane. Guess who Big Daddy Kane would let come out and do, and do a freestyle section on his tour? I'm going to let y'all guess it. Because when I tell you, y'all ain't going to believe it. Does it come out and do it on Big, on Big Daddy Kane's tour? Yeah. But yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let everybody else guess it. Anybody want to guess it? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> you know, you know, DJ Sean. I I got a I I think I do I think I do I, it was Tupac at one time right? Now Tupac Tupac would do the freestyle with uh, Digital Underground. Underground. Okay, I'm gonna give you a hint. He's one of the black billionaires. Who you talking about, Jay Z? Jay Z. Absolutely. It was Jay Z. It was Jay Z. Wow. He would go on the road. Was with, that was that before he was that before he uh, uh was on with my man up from uh from Boston? Um the Hawaiian dude that came out Hawaiian Sophie. Sophie. Oh, uh, you talking about jazz uh jazz, jazz, jazz the jazz. Yeah, jazz. Was was that jazz. Jazz, oh no, right? he Oh no, he he the jazz was first. Okay, okay. Jazz, he was he Jazz put out Hawaiian Sophie around eighty seven, eighty eight. I was still in in, in um all, um in um Dover Air Force Base when Hawaiian Sophie came out. Oh yeah, because Jay Z used to hang out in Maryland because Jay Z's yeah grandma yes, was in Maryland, Cambridge, Maryland absolutely. on the Eastern Shore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And like I said, I did, I did uh on I went on the road with. With Big Daddy Kane, Public Enemy, and EU. So when I moved to Winston Salem, North Carolina, Big Daddy Kane was was of course he was he was hot, he was popping. Yeah, so he was. When he, had, when he had the big when he had the Big Daddy tour, it was Big Daddy Kane, Brand Nubians. Oh, who know about them? It was Big Daddy Kane, Brand Nubians with Grand Grand Puba, and. Digital Underground and Mob Deep, and then during Big Daddy Kane set, he had a set where Jay Z would come out and rap because Jay Z was trying to get on to introduce mm-hmm. himself. So yeah, I got to meet Jay Z before he got big. I'd admit and rock with a lot of these cats before they got big. So I know my history is is is, is on point when it comes to. You know, hip hop generation. Like I say, I live. It's a, it's a shame it's that uh, it's a shame that our my great our late great DJ Debo isn't here. He passed away back in November from COVID, and uh, he was a he was a uh, 
he he did beats for Jay Z when Jay Z came out with Hard Night Life. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It's big now, time. They all hung the same neighborhood in Cambridge. Yeah. All right. I done led you up to that point. Anybody want to ask you some questions? Because this is like kind of a first half type of situation. This is uh, we still we still in the nine we still in the nineties. And I'm seeing man, in the winter. Man, everybody, well, everybody want to hear about Biggie, man. So you might as well go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody got a question because I know y'all want to talk about damn Biggie. Go ahead. <laughs> go, go. Fire away. We can I, stop right there. I did Fire have away. a question. Ms. Shiva, baby, welcome to the show. Talk to us. Hi. Greetings and salutations, everybody. I just, I keep hearing you <laughs> reference Albany, Georgia. Are you from Albany originally? I graduated from Albany, Georgia. I graduated from Westover High in Albany, Georgia, in '87. If I, if, if my, if oh, my, sugar. Yeah, Westover High. That's my hometown. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom lives there now. Is she I a Harris? Huh? <laughs> Do you know any Harrises? <laughs> Man, I'm pretty sure my mom, my mom. Does. Let me tell you something. I did wait, are you? Wait, I have to know. Are you from the east side? What side of Albany? Because you know there's two sides to Albany. Okay, from the east side. Okay, um, you know what? I I am not the best when it comes to the the, the size. Okay, put it like this: If you know Albany, Georgia, mm-hmm. you know where. Well, you know, if you know where Westover High is, we stay mm-hmm. in that area. Oh, yeah, you're from the so state West side, Albany. You ain't from the dying, dirty side. Uh, Road, where the, where the, where the, where the, uh, the fairground is, <laughs> we live in that area. She was a shit. Is she Harris? <laughs> Sugar, I'm telling you, them Harrises took over Albany back in the day. Them Harrises and them Jones. And, um, yeah, but we were from the, you know, the east side by Cherry Street and over there. He was on the safe side. He went over there where we was. Well, I well, then okay, you know, Dad. Well, you should, well, you should know the Meadows then. Meadows funeral home. Yeah. Abigail um, I do Meadows. very well. Abigail, Abigail Meadows is my baby. I love her. That's she knows it. But so you should know Abigail Aww. Meadows. That's that's my baby. I got a I love question. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Robin. We we. We had an artist on the other day that was a veteran, and he was having a hard time uh, mixing the military and hip-hop. Did you have a hard time? No, I was stationed in Dover Air Force Base. I was around hip-hop. I was around hip-hop. It just so happens that, you know, when I got off, I I can go to New York. I can can run over to D.C. I can run over to Maryland whatever, and experience the culture. And plus, uh, Spice One live pretty much down the road in, in Maryland area. DJ Cool is in D.C. area. area, So it wasn't that far to get to those places or to hang out with those with the people there. Now, of course, I had to do my military work. And then, you know, even to go on the road, I had to take some, some military time off, use some military time, which is what I did. But other than that, you know, I had to do my military duty. So they wasn't hard on you. They wasn't hard on you 
in the military by you know DJing and being part of the hip hop culture. Oh no, I would DJ okay. for I would DJ for the office. I would DJ for the officers at the officers club. I was one of the I was one of the on site DJs for the military when we have shows. Oh, wow. I I do all that. Wow. So that home, the veteran from the other day, they the military gave him or giving him pushback because he's active duty and doing hip hop. And 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 he needs to he needs to cite and reference uh, this young man right here. On well, you have to, yep. Well, you have to you have to understand you have to do your military time. I did my military time when I was able to DJ. I did that. I had to take time off for, but military came first. When I when I separated, then I it was it was a hundred percent music for me. Mm. To go Anybody on the road, I had, to go on the road, I had to take time off. Anybody's got a question? Um, yes, sir. Um, I, I have one, sir, real fast. Um, DJ Will, it's a great honor to be with you tonight. Um, what would you say is the most rewarding part of being a DJ? Man, just being oh man, I'm old. I'm, I'm gonna let you know I'm an old school DJ. As an old school DJ. I learn. I, I break records. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm old school all day. A DJ, if a real DJ, not only breaks records, but we we create the narrative of the party. We are the party. We tell you what you're gonna dance to. We tell you what you're gonna do. You either gonna raise your hands in the air, wave it like you just don't care, say ho. <laughs> DJ Sean, you know what I'm talking about. That yes, that power. That's power. When you could do that, command a crowd. I don't care if it's ten to ten thousand. I've rocked thousands. When you could tell a person to throw your hands in the air, wave it like it just don't care, say ho, say I love myself, say f this person. That that's power. That's that's my reward. (laughs) I love being able to command a crowd. When I'm not commanding the crowd, because it's a drug to me. I'm in my. I'm, I'm chilling in my room. If I can't tell a person what to do through this music, I'd rather just chill and be by myself. Believe me, uh, it's, a yeah. it's a drug. It's a drug. I love it. Man. Yeah, they wave like you just don't care if your mom ain't got all cleaned up. Come on. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, that's the real. That's the real spit right there, yo. That's the real spit. Come on, man. You see thousands she of people. She's from Delaware. She got all clean okay. underwear. Let me say, hey. I'm trying to say, hey, them young, them, young, them young cats may not know about that, but the real DJs, when you can have the entire crowd of people doing what you tell them to do, that's power. That's my reward. I get the money, but that's my reward. I'm powerful. So, so there's a question I want to ask you, DJ Will. From old school, from old school DJ like myself, I'm a year behind you. An old school DJ like man, let me ask you this, man: Do you like today's equipment compared to yesteryear's equipment? I'm asking. I'm gonna set you off right there. I'm gonna set you off right there. Hell, nah, bro. Wow. Hell, no. Nah. I <laughs> wow. hate the picture, shit. The picture that you see me. The picture that I still rock my turntables. I've done it all. I rock. I rock the um uh, the CDJs. I rock the 
all that. But man, you cannot take me away from my kick these twelve hundreds. I feel I feel now even though we have to use the um you know the rain mixers or I still I still use my SL three. I still use that mm. that module. My SL three. Man, you can't take me away from my turntables. Now I can rock mm. I can I can rock the CJs or or the or the new stuff they got out right now. Or and uh, the NS sevens and all that, but now nah, man, my turntables, I'm I'm rocking my turntables. And if I'm not using my turntables, believe it or not, I didn't I download the um DJ Pro. I work it from mm-hmm. my phone or my um I work it from my phone or working from my um from my iPad. I That's use right. it because it has the turntable on there. So hey, there it is. That's it. Yeah, man. Because I, I get sometimes I I used to get. You know the the grown and sexy, the older folk, the old school folks say, "Do you still spin elves?" I'm like, "Hell Fine. yeah, I'll yeah spin elves! Hell yeah!" Yes, say, well, yes, can you bring the elves? Because we want to hear that that crackling and stuff with the album popping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Man, that's the goodest feeling to do a gig and somebody uh, wants albums instead of this computer shit. Man, I mean it's okay, mm-hmm. man, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It doesn't sound like real music, like real music used to sound back in the it day, man. Don't yeah. have that feel. We are used to that. We yeah. have to adapt because of the because of the way things are progressing. But I still use my turntable. <laughs> I may use the uh, when I use my um, SL my SL three module. I still have the platter. I just need my turntable. And one thing I totally. Um, wanna just make sure y'all understand. Yeah, I've done everything that I'm telling you. I've done all this, made tons of money, but I remain underground. I do want to encourage any of you DJs. Yeah, there's tons of DJs out there mm-hmm. that huge. They they make them six figures, uh, six figures, uh, five figures, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I have made a comfortable living. Working the underground. There's tons of money in the underground. Tons of money. I still work underground, but I I do well because I'm 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 old school. And there's man, just think about this. Think about this. Like I say, Jazz Jeff and people like that. They make they make the six figures. They make the five figures and things like that. Mm-hmm. But when you can work, when you can work five. Five, maybe five times a week. You know, maybe two, three, maybe four hundred, whatever. That's a nice little living. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was all about, you know, the 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 the, the, the girls, clout, um, you know, smoking, drinking, that type of thing. I was a business minded like I am now. I'm a hundred percent business. Now, you can't you you can't get over me or over on me when it comes to money. But back then, I was just I was just fine. Yeah, doing my thing. Yeah, I made a little money, but I was just fine being in the atmosphere, smoking, drinking, you know, sharing the girls with with the with the big dogs and everything. And I was still okay. You know, I did some extracurricular activities, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> But I was just uh, it comes with the culture. I, I, it comes with the culture. Back then, it was it was it was okay. 
We didn't do it. It came with the code. Mm. You, you can't get away with that, Johnny. So, so let me ask, here's another question I want to ask you, but real quick, man, I want to, uh, your sister's on here listening, so I know she wants to say something. Go ahead, Tracy. 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 I can't talk right now. I can't talk, but listen, I can't talk, but listen. All right, all right. All right. I'm at work. <laughs> hey. well, I just anybody got anybody got any more questions? I know y'all anything y'all wanna ask. Oh, I got I got a question quick I wanna now. ask you, man. Let me ask you this, man. Do you think you know, back in the day, you know, the records you know, the record companies, you know what I mean, they they asked the you know, the, the DJs their opinion on music, man. Do you think your opinion, because I'm going to tell you my opinion. Do you think it should go back that way now? Us DJs man. breaking the music like it used to happen back in the day, man. The DJs were the original A&Rs. Mm-hmm. The DJs were the original. The DJ was the star. You did, you did not be popular unless the DJ said you was popular. Unless the DJ played you. DJ Red Alert. Um, even now, with Mr. Magic, yeah, we have Mr. Magic out. DJ Red Alert, Mr. Magic, Marley Mar, all them cats. Even now, with Funk Flex, if Funk Flex don't play you, you ain't finna be by nothing. If Drama don't co sign you, you ain't gonna be by nothing. Um, Who Kid and DJ Clue and Man, the big cat yep. ain't about to be like that. But see, this young culture right now, they don't respect the DJ right now. That's why the DJ have to do other things outside of the music caters to the culture, but we have to get ours because they don't respect us no more. Not like back then. Nope. So, so, now they so man, as, as, a, as a popular DJ as yourself, man, I just want to get off topic real quick, and I want to ask you this question, man. What do you I'm say listening. to these to these new school artists, man, that that want to get heard, but they they impatient? What, what do you say to the artists that are impatient, man? Because I run I run across these young these artists that talented out they ass, man, but they so impatient. What do you, what do you say to those? Those young cats, you know, guys, the guys and the girls, man. What, what, what you got to understand? Well, you know why they're impatient? Because the social media makes it easy for them to put their own stuff out. That is the most impatient. And, they, and then they don't do well as they think they should. Because that's, that's the impatience right there. Let me tell you something. I have always believed in this, and I'm going to still shout it to the rooftops. Old school works. Before, DJ, DJ Sean, before we even had all that crap, it was word of mouth. It started from one place. You was popular in one place, it spread. It got exactly. out there. It, it, we created the buzz from, from home, home plate first, and it's and it spread, it spread, 
That's how we got popular. But it started with the DJ. You had to have a popular DJ in some city or wherever you were staying at. If the DJ says you hot, then you hot. And then everything else is word of mouth. It's spread. That's how cats got big because of the word of mouth. But they got this social media, and, 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 and it's like you can go in the studio right now, drop something without getting the mix and master, and then throw it up on the Spotify, throw it up on something without without the proper promotion, without the proper getting out here, creating the buzz, and you just throwing it to the wind, thinking it's going to – the person probably don't even have – uh, um, enough followers or whatever on, on any of their social media combined, they just throw it out there. That's why they're so impatient. They don't want to do. They don't want to do the grind. They don't want to get out there and do the work. Mm-hmm. You have to do the work. It applies. To, it applies today. You have to do the work. Exactly. It, I know we got COVID going on. You know, with COVID like it is, maybe you know, you know that's that really. COVID is what made me shut everything down because I know me. I like to do the work. I go to events. I go to every event and make sure that I'm promoting something, that I'm I'm a part of something. Even, even though I may be DJing here, Essence, um, you know, Essence Festival, uh, uh, Super Bowl, whatever, I always do something that promotes me and any other artist. It, you have to, you have to be, you have to go to these places to do the work. See, back in the day, we see yeah, some some of these young cats don't know about Jack the Rapper in, in Atlanta, or some of the music fest, some of the music festivals, or or, or uh, um, <coughs> places that you can go to like Freak Nick in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, remember Freak, they, remember Freak they, Nick started at Virginia Beach first. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, started at Virginia yeah. Beach, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you know you go to you go to the um, the the Black College reunion in Daytona or wherever. My even Mardi Gras in in in, in New uh, New Orleans. You have to mm-hmm. go to the places where the, the culture baby. gonna be there and 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 show yourself. Even now with social media, you have to go. Um, your 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 sister jumped into the queue with her hand raised. Uh-oh. Uh Tracy, you wanna say something? Hey, how y'all you doing? Got your I'm hand at work, raised. y'all. Right. y'all? Yes, y'all at work. I'm at work. But look, I just wanted to um slip on um on my break. William, well, you know I call you William. DJ Will from Jacksonville. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Um, as a sister, um, I tell you, li- um, growing up with this young man right here, y'all, that's all I heard was music, 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 music. Um, he even had me dressed as um, oh, when no. he was Rick James and I was Tina uh, Marie. Um, <laughs> at a young age, um, we don't need we, to go there. We cut, we, we, okay, we cut off. We, 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 he had his hair where he cut my our daddy's um, fish fishing it up into him a, a wig. Uh, had me having a tennis racket because I was the good that was a good time for Tino Marie, baby. I'm telling, we go way back in music. Um, 
the stories that he's telling you, y'all, I've heard. Um, I just wanted him to come on to tell the world um, that the things, the experiences, the 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 behind the scenes, the behind the backstage that he has experienced um, throughout the years um, with these uh, heavy hitters that we only see on the stage. But he was firsthand. He was saw it, and I just wanted him to to tell his story. I'm so proud of you. Um, I can't wait to let, let you guys uh, hear my younger brother, Dollar Bill, out of Albany, Georgia. Can't wait for him to come on so y'all can hear his story. Um, my family is truly a hip-hop, music, DJ, I'm on the radio um, family. We are definitely an entertainment family, but that's all I just wanted to jump on on my 10-minute break just to let you guys know that um, thank you so much hip-hop radio and all the DJs for allowing my family to come on and share his experience with you guys. All right. Thank you, Miss Tracy. Appreciate you. Thank Man, you. Think, and the crazy thing is, I say we might have just got the halfway part. <laughs> the halfway part. Wow. Well, that, that's why I say That's why I say we're going to, you know, bring you back, you know, multiple times so we can get everything out, man. But, uh, Anybody else got any questions? Because I actually ask this man questions all night long, but I don't want to. I don't want to take take the show over from everybody else. But uh, anybody, Al, you got questions? Uh, was it no weapon? She maybe got another question. Uh, anybody? I, I do. I do. I'm just curious. Uh, uh, DJ Will, is your name DJ Will from Jacksonville? Is that is that? That's me. As, That's me. Okay. Okay, did did you ever do some stuff in Houston in the early 2000s? Let me see. Did I do something in Houston? Houston. Oh, Texas. Period. Like, I, I met a guy. I met a guy in in 2007, 2008, 2009. I used to DJ back then. It was at a gospel uh, event. That's me. Great, it was that's me. That's me. That's you. That was that's me. you. That was me. Okay, do you know this? Do you know this guy by the name of Lil Rascal? Yep, that's my man. Okay, because because Lil Rascal, Lil Rascal, check it out, check it out. Him and Petty D, because I'm Petty D. I Petty DJ D. for Petty, Petty D. D my also. dog. Petty D, my dog. I DJ for Petty D when he needs. Yeah, yeah. I I I saw the I I thought I was like I think I know this guy. I mean, I was uh. I'm Mr. No Weapon now, but back then I was DJ referee. We talked. You may not remember, but I had a referee shirt on. I was just just like a referee because I was DJ referee. I thought I knew you. I think I remember you, bro. He DJ Mankini now. It's all good, bro. Let's see. I'm, I'm DJ Will. I'm still DJ Will from Jacksonville. It works whether I do whether I do gospel inspiration or mainstream. I do it all, bro. I oh yeah, I, I know. I remember. I remember because because you that dude, you that dude, and I'm the same dude back then. I didn't like, I didn't like all the computerized DJing. I used the vinyl, and you was. You, I think you might have had vinyl too. I did. Oh, brother. Oh, since you said Houston, it was all eyes on me, bro. Was yeah, it all eyes on me? Cause, Cause the group that came that was Gospel Gangsters, you remember them? Uh huh. I think was you sure yeah. wasn't all eyes on me with Trey Nine? 
Trey Nine, Trey Nine did the event, but he had gospel yep. gangsters and Bushwick and yep. Bushwick Bill from Ghetto Boys was there. Yep, it was Trey Nine. Yep, I was there. The white boy, the white boy, Trey Nine, white yep. boy, Trey Nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought that was you, man. I thought that was you. That's me. Because uh, I came with Lil Rascal, the rapper. Yeah, because you see all this right here. All this was the was the result of me coming up for racing. Mm-hmm. Christian Christian hip hop. I do it yeah. all. I, I thought, it, it is what I it is. Just making sure. I thought it was you. Yeah, it's me. It's your cousin. <laughs> What's up, cuz? Yes, sir. Anybody else? Hey, I do want I do want to let everybody know. Like, I still got tons of pictures. You can go back and just it with some of everybody. Everybody. When I say everybody, everybody. Boosted. Mm-hmm. I even I think I still got my picture with me and um when he was Senator Obama at the time. It should be up there. I'd have been with some of everybody. Um, um. I'm 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 DJ Will from Jacksonville, which is my 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 my, um, my fan page on Facebook, or William Newville. I got two accounts of that. All the pictures. Um, Instagram DJ Will from Jacksonville. I'm telling you, you can scroll through them pictures, you will see who I've been with, and it's about to get it's about to get even deeper because. I'm 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 not scared no more, and I'm finna hit back out on the road. I'm actually gonna be going to South by Southwest. I can't wait to go back there in March. I'm going back to South by Southwest for the week, then I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend my week, my birthday week in South Vegas. So of course I'm gonna hang out with some of my people there that I know, including the Jabberwockies and and um, oh, wow. Two Chains. Hey, when, when, we, when we get when we get you back on, man, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the classic uh classic hip classic hip hop that's that has been lost, and then we're gonna oh. talk really get into the golden era, the re, you know the real golden era of hip hop too, man. When we bring when we bring you back, um, man, for, for, I'm, for I'm part two, man, yeah, because the classic hip hop, the classic hip hop era, man, is it, to me. As you know, be, me being old school, such yourself, that that's a that's an era that has been lost, and there's a lot of good ass music, you know, way before Run DMC and the Fat Boys and all them hit the scene, man. There was a lot of good yeah. music, man. They took us to that space area, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That space yeah, area that was that had popular music, and uh, and uh, we're gonna talk about that, you know, when when, you, when we bring you back, man. And yes, let's sir. make sure. We- and make sure we talk about when I had the privilege of being Curtis Blow's DJ, which was yeah, like, yeah. To me, yeah, which, was, which to me was my was to me I think my I, my life could have ended after that. I, and I don't mean it literally, but my hero was always Curtis Blow. And then when I had the opportunity to DJ for him, man, when I tell you. The opportunity and, and yeah, that's another story. We would definitely let's talk about that. I did a, I did a trivia. I did a trivia one night. I said, "Does anybody know who was the first 
a rapper from New York to bring Gogo to the scene? I asked that yeah. question. Of course, it was Curtis Blow. Party, party yeah. time. Yeah. Party time. Oh, it's party time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to that, man. Anything, anything old school virus, man. Cause I lived it. Well, I got, I got, I got. Well, I got your number, Nell. So you know, I will be in your ear, man. Yo, man, you free, man. Let's let's wrap a taste. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, man. I know. Uh, I know you said the hour, man. I appreciate you taking time, uh, DJ Will from Jacksonville, and uh, again, shout out to your sister. Um, is she still on here? And I. No, she's not. Uh, she's gone. Now go ahead. Hey, go I ahead. do. I do want to say, man. I, I, I thank you, cats, man, for allowing me the platform to just share. You know, my like. There's many. There's many other people out here that have done what I do, but I have done it. I lived it. I'm still living it. I'm still. I'm still getting. I'm still reaping benefits, seeds that I've sown, reaping the rewards from back in the day. Man, we ain't even talk about some of the hip hop songs, popular hip hop songs that were my music, but I didn't get credit. I just, it, it goes deep, bro. Yeah, we're gonna just get it all I, that, like, I say, I, like I say, I'm business minded now. I'm business. Yeah. I can't get over me like I got. I've gotten gotten back in the day because of uh, you know I was business minded. I'm totally oh, yeah. business minded. That's one thing I made myself business minded. You can believe that they can't get over on me. Believe that. Yeah, I don't care. I can be blind. I can be blind in one eye and still can see. <laughs> yeah, third all day, bro. Yeah. Well, DJ Will from Jacksonville, appreciate you, man. I'm gonna be uh, hollering at you, man, so we can set up another, you know, another night, man, and bring you on with us, man, here on the Hilltop Radio Show, man. It's been an honor and a pleasure, my brother. Real talk. No doubt. Blessings to all you cousins out there, man. All right. Bless you. All right, let's guys, yeah. let's get let's get into a quick song. We'll be right back here on uh on the Hilltop Radio Show. Uh, here we go. DJs in the
Performance that moves you. Beauty that stops you in your tracks. The completely redesigned C-Class Coupe. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing. All right, this is a special Friday, Black Friday, uh, here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Shouts out to DJ Will for taking time out of schedule. And join us right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. At this time, we're going to do this real quick, and then we're going to get the hell up out of here. Mr. No Weapon, let everybody know where they can follow you at on the social media. Uh, if you're on uh, Instagram, I'm sure you are. If you're on uh, TikTok, I'm sure you are. Facebook, you can Google me, uh, Snapchat, Mr. No Weapon. Or you can find me here at Four Nights a Week on all right. <laughs> Queen that ain't funny, Lamar. <laughs> Queen V, let me find out where you can follow you at on social media. That ain't funny, Queen B. Yeah, it is. He said, man, keep uh, on Facebook at LaVonville, uh, Instagram, all lowercase letters, TikTok, LaVonville919, and right here on the Hilltop Radio Show with DJ Sean, the most dysfunctional family, but the best radio show in the world. Oh, yeah. All right. And I do, and I carry them well. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, damn, I, um, yes, sir. You Let everybody know where you can follow you at, because I was getting ready to make the noise. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on the Hilltop Radio Show, Monday through Thursday, <laughs> and a special on Fridays. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, Twitter, and Clubhouse. And Compton, maybe once a month. Um, <laughs> thank you, sir, DJ Shaw. And you can find me on Google as well, Peggy Osborne, Peggy Osborne Ross. Michelle well, Davis, welcome to the show, man. Let everybody know where you, uh, your social media, and you headed to Alabama tomorrow to get your groove on. Them jeans, big booty babies, and everything else is coming. It's coming, it. y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, you can reach me at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all at It's Al Davis. And definitely you can catch me here on the Hilltop Radio Show with DJ <laughs> Sean and my dysfunctional family. <laughs> the web is stupid. So you, sleep, you sleep with your cowboy hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, old silver. (laughs) All right. Y'all miss it. Our teacher of the year. That's why she got a teacher of the year award. She does. This this girl just goes on it, goes over and beyond for for her kids. You got to love it. I'm going to start calling her Mother Goose. Brother Goose had a shoe that had nothing but all the kids. Your nickname here is Sheba Baby, a.k.a. Mother Goose. Go ahead, Sheba. Let everybody know. Oh, me. Oh, my. (laughs) They can find me on the Hilltop Radio Show Monday through Thursday. 
Um, on Instagram, I'm SheTeach76. On TikTok, at SheBaBaby76. I guess I'm about to change my name to Mother Goose now, sugar. Mother Goose. Yes. And uh welcome welcome back. I should have that welcome back Carter when uh welcome back Carter music on when when Robin comes back. Welcome back, welcome back. But Robin let me take time out of your schedule and join us here tonight there Miss Robin Lynn. Maven, Boz Live Radio. I am streaming Seattle, Washington. Say it with your chest. Are you there? <laughs> Are you there, Robin? I guess he's not there. Did I miss somebody? I missed somebody. Did I miss somebody? I guess I didn't. Yeah, I got Miss Peggy. I thought I saw another number up here, but... Anyway, um, uh, Monday, Monday, uh, Monday evening. I'm gonna let you guys go put this in your head. Uh, out, we put a uh, a little girl picture from Facebook. She got pregnant, pregnant age of 12, and she's happy about being pregnant. So we're gonna be talking about that on Monday night show. Uh, DJ, yeah, I saw that. Age 11. Yeah, age 11. I'm sorry, age 11. And um, I know uh, I know Miss Miss Mother Goose is gonna have a lot to say about that come Monday evening. Yes, I do. Yes, I, I do. do. I can hear it now. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Because <laughs> sugar, somebody. Oh yeah. Wait till Monday. Wait till Monday now. Now you pay me. So we're gonna be getting into that. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be getting. Gonna I heard that. Getting... I heard that. Whatever, y'all. <laughs> that ain't funny, LeBron. That ain't funny. It's Queen B on the show, boo boo. Get it together. Get it together. Okay, Queen B. That ain't funny. But it was. Reference <laughs> shirt. You know what though? You know what though? You know what though? I have to give it to Mister No Weapons tonight because he did not mention it. He didn't mention Man Keenan's tonight. Oh yeah. I'm about to yeah, damn. He didn't damn. mention it tonight, so wow. I told you. I'm let it go. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> That's the shit. Oh, she doing the whole I'm class. proud of him. I'm because pr- I'm proud of you. I really Here you go. Here you go. Here from you go. the heart, I am so very proud of you that you made it through the night without saying it. I'm proud of you for that. I really am. Thank you, DJ Shell. Thank you, DJ Shell, for the applause. Really? Poor Tink Tink. Well, I know, I know Al's got to get some sleep because he got to get up early in the morning and head to, uh, where you at, Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama, Al? Mobile. Mobile, Alabama is performing. Uh, we're at in uh, Mobile, in case there's any people listening. From at from Alabama, there, big brother. Where are you at? Uh, I guess I'm going to sound a little dumb right now because I can't even. <laughs> I just got the address. <laughs> okay. I just got the address and, and going straight there. And tomorrow, I know we got to get off here because I know tomorrow, Miss the Teacher of the Year has Saturday school, 
And what time are you going to be at Saturday school in case uh, in case uh, the, the school wants to, uh, in case the kids want to come to? Oh, you, I don't know how you do it on Saturday, see, but just let everybody know. Well, well Saturday school um, begins at 8 o'clock. I usually get there about 7.30. Um, yeah, they... We get we do dismiss at one o'clock though the kids begin to leave at one. It is a shorter day, um, but yeah. Now now let me, Super let me what's, the, what's the reason what's the reason for Saturday schools now? What, what's the reason for Saturday schools? This is the pandemic. A lot of it's a loss of learning has taken place within a lot of our communities and our students. Um, a lot of parents just don't didn't put have the time to put into really working with their children while they were being homeschooled, so children were kind of teaching themselves. Um, we've seen so much loss. We have students that are fourth, fifth grade that are probably reading at a first or second grade level just because they have not, you know, libraries were closed during the pandemic. And I live in a rural area, so everyone doesn't have Internet access. We spent a lot of time during the beginning of the pandemic just trying to get the Internet into the homes of some of our students, um, just going out and whew, campaigning for companies to come to this area. But so we're trying to just fill some of those gaps that the students are missing right now, especially when we have high states testing that has not been postponed. In the state of Georgia, we take the Georgia Milestones, which is a pass or fail situation for our third grade and up, and the, we all know that these tests are biased. Oh yeah, hell, they were biased when I was taking them damn things back in the seventies. But yeah, yeah, the ITBS yeah. and all that. You know, they show mm-hmm. you a picture of a cup. Which one do you yes, use? Yes, AT. Saucer. Yeah. Yes, AT. ACTs, all that shit biased. So, so let me ask you this real quick, and then we're gonna let everybody. How does that make you feel as a teacher and a parent, uh, Sheba? That the parent, the pandemic, that none of the parents weren't really trying to get these kids to where they be at since they wasn't in school. Is that kind of being lazy? In my opinion, it is. Um, I felt like in what we noticed, I felt like the parents did not do enough in some areas, but. Let me tell you, the more affluent parents, the ones that have a little bit more money and have the nannies and stuff, they got together, and they hired teachers to come in and teach like a group of four or five. And Mm. so those kids that could afford it were still receiving those things. And so it it hurts like hell um, to see what is happening, especially in, you know, our more – poverty-stricken communities because they didn't have the money to get together and hire, you know, a teacher to come in. Because we're not cheap. When we have to come in to do that one-on-one, we are not cheap. Mm. And, and of course, I volunteered. Um, I did. I do have a business, a tutoring service called SAGE. Um, It's helping students achieve greatness every day. And that's my tutoring service. So, and my normal fee is anywhere from 50 to $75 an hour. If you're in high school, that goes up even higher. Um, I waived my fee for about four or five students just so I can keep them up to date with what, what's going on. Well, I got, um, I got, well, of course, I got a high school diploma and a, and a 
bachelor's degree. But I want to take my GED over again. Can you come tutor me? <laughs> no, it's playing. I do. That's a mess. That's a mess. DJ Sean, I just said that in the inbox. In the inbox. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, come tutor me shit. I'll take the GED all over again. As long as a teacher like you teaching me, oh, hell yeah. I they be like, you already got a diploma. I want another one. Because uh, this teacher, she's special. <laughs> Let me stop. I know she turned it red. I know she turned it red. I have been ready. You are so wrong. I, you, you guys you know it doesn't you take that. I am. <laughs> All right, well, I just want to thank everybody that, that popped on tonight uh, for this special Friday show. Don't get We ain't going to get used to this Friday shit because I love my Fridays. I know y'all love y'all Fridays, too. But uh, and next next month, man, the first Friday next month, the Beehive is coming uh, from uh, the morning show and uh, – I'm getting I'm getting Queen Bee prepped so I can DJ Sean in the morning can come off in the morning and it can just be the beehive. Yeah, so uh, she's working hard. She's working hard on the beehive, and um, I still want to use uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Sheba. I still want you to start recording, uh, you know, educational tools for you know for the for the listeners in the morning and stuff like that. Uh, you know, okay. ed- educational tip of the day, you know, the day or something like that, um, which is needed, things like that. So, uh, again, uh, everybody, I appreciate you guys, and uh, you guys have an awesome weekend. And um, and Al, make sure you take good pictures of them big, big booty babies. I mean, big yeah. booty. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, no. and the ones in the no. jeans. And them jeans, too, uh, Demo. So go ahead and be Demo Jefferson and go ahead and do your do. <laughs> I, like, got, I like, got to do it. I got to do it. Like Mr. No Weapon says, uh, 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 do what it do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh. Because he don't know what the hell he's going to say sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucked up the man did. That's fucked up the man did. He don't know how to say it. He's going to play it on Ray Charles. That nigga did. He's rolling over right now. He's rolling over. He said, I, I can hear him now. He said, I know, I know this man, Kitty, nigga, he say that. <laughs> Oh, y'all, y'all I told him to take pictures of big booty. 
Al knows how I am. Uncle I'm Al manager. doesn't do that. I'm, I'm Al's manager. You got to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just nasty. I'm about like emo now. You a little nasty, yellow red man. Ever since, ever since Sweet Nate, Al came out the closet, baby. He on. He on in pocket. Hell yeah. But he going back in. And y'all dirty bastards ain't finna dirty him up. Leave him be now. Leave him be. I'm going to invite Sweet Nate back on next week. Oh, my God. No, no, no. No, what the I'm going to get plenty of rest that night for. <laughs> like, Al, what you doing? What you doing? Oh, man, I've been sleep resting up for the night show. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Come on, Sheba, oh. baby. Come on, okay, Sheba, she, baby. She got my he was like the only innocent man in the group. Like, the rest of you were like... Dirty. I'm appalled. I'm he was appalled. So, say that. I appalled I'm my appalled. ass. You were the dirtiest one. I <laughs> thought he was the cleanest one in the group. He gave me hope. Yeah. And there you go. Hold on. Hold dirty, on. Hold on. Trying not to sweet, entice sweet, him. Not sweet, not sweet, innocent DJ Sean. Not sweet, innocent DJ Sean. I'm seeing another side, one. No weapon. I'm seeing another side. No well, damn, I, I did say I would go do my GED all over again to have you teach me. <laughs> Not at the cost of Uncle Al. I refuse. <laughs> you got to stop trying to get him dirty. I, I was dirty way before he came on the show. Why, Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh, his ass came out of the damn closet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 